It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just Well, welcome down, to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, Certified Nutrition Specialist and licensed nutritionist. Today's show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and counseling. You know, today I'd like to share a Nutrition for Weight Loss class members, kind of her before and after, her blood chemistry numbers, <clears throat> you know, her weight and all those things. So let's talk with, um, you know, you know, her weight at the beginning of the class was 211 pounds. After 12 weeks, she was down 13 pounds to 198, and that's mm-hmm. great. You yep. know, she lost about a pound a week, yep. and that's... That's healthy weight loss. That's healthy weight loss, and, yep. and she wasn't starving. Yep. <laughs> you know, her blood pressure stayed the same, which was very normal, mm-hmm. and that was great. Mm-hmm. You know, her total cholesterol numbers dropped 65 points from mm-hmm. 212 down to 147. Wow. Now, her wow. good cholesterol, her HDL... Increased by 20 points, and that was great. Yeah. In her LDL, which is usually we consider not the good cholesterol, kind of the bad Mm -hmm. cholesterol, dropped 32 points from 81 down to 49. Amazing. That is awesome. That's great. So now, remember, that was from eating butter, coconut oil, avocado, nuts, all those things. Mm -hmm. And her cholesterol, LDL cholesterol dropped. But the best news of all, her triglyceride level you know, that's kind of what we think of as kind of like sugar fat in your bloodstream. Yes. Mm-hmm. That went from 508 down to 218, wow. which was a drop of 290 points. In 12 weeks. Wow. In 12 weeks. She really that's reduced awesome. her heart attack risk by yes. tons. That's awesome. Now, her fasting glucose, that's her sugar count, mm-hmm. went from 98, which is okay, but a little on the upper end. Yep, yep. It went down to 59. Wow. Wow. So it took her out of that kind of that pre diabetic. Yeah. Yeah. She lost a whole dress size. Mm. And these improvements came from just eating real food. You know, she ate a lot less carbohydrates, that processed carbohydrates. She probably cut out most of the trans fats, but she ate real protein, you know, animal protein, real carbs like fruits and vegetables, real fat, butter, olive oil, you know, all the things that we talk about. Yeah. Wow. So. That's just a really good life-changing story. Yes, that's a great story. And it's something that she can continue to do and do and do. And I actually visited with a lady on Wednesday that she has now lost 90 pounds just from taking our weight, you know, our nutrition for weight loss classes and our weight and wellness classes. Wow. And over the last year, she's lost 90 pounds. She looks great. That's amazing. And she just started her retirement, so she... Oh, so she's she is enjoying her retirement. Yeah, that's awesome. So today we wanted to kind of visit about what you can do nutritionally to avoid menopause symptoms. Yeah, and I don't know if many people have even thought about this as a possibility (laughs) that nutrition (laughs) probably not in the country anything to do with menopause. (laughs) So joining us as our co-host is Anna Derhock, who is a licensed nutritionist. She's a mother of three young children, and 
really, Anna has had no personal experiences <laughs> yet. Not yet. With menopause. <laughs> Hopefully I never will. But as a nutritionist, she has lots of tricks to help you sleep better, to calm down your hot flashes, and to have better moods. So besides hot flashes and sleep problems, what other menopausal problems do women come to you for? Well, um, the biggest one I I find besides the hot flashes mm-hmm. is uh, brain fog. And mm-hmm. I said brain fog. Yes. 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 Because it's a huge problem and women really start to notice it during menopause. Yes. yes. Um, yes. And in reality, brain fog can actually happen at any age. Some mm-hmm. some women in menopause call it mentopause. I've heard them say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good they way to like put it. They feel like their brain's on hold because <laughs> um, they've told me that before. And so, but it actually happened to me after the birth of of my second child, Genevieve, and a little bit after Luke. I think just because I was tired, I had three kids. But um, but yeah. I knew it wasn't menopause. Obviously, no, <laughs> I obviously, a, no. I just had a child, and I was definitely sleep deprived. I mean, yes. you know, you have yeah. an infant, you're going to be sleep deprived. So, but I remember. I remember lots of hot flashes as well. And that was, and I know that was totally because my hormones were out of whack. They're out of balance. I was really stressed. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So let's today kind of take a look at some of the possible reasons that people, that you actually might be having brain fog, hot flashes, sleepless nights. You know, but before we get into our topic, I'd like to introduce Joanne Rideout, who is a registered and and licensed uh, dietitian, and Joanne sees clients at our Maple Grove office and also at our Wyzetta office. So now, Joanne. Yes. Because we, <laughs> I know, because we, we went to a conference together, so I We've listened. talked. <laughs> You've had some personal experience with menopause, haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> Definitely sleep problems and hot flashes. Also, my biggest issue was night sweats. Oh, yes. One thing I noticed is if I went out to dinner, mm-hmm. if I had a glass of wine or two, I would have terrible night sweats that, that night. So I made that connection even before starting to work here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I do wish I had taken the hot flash solutions for perimenopause and menopause class before I started into those years. I did have those symptoms, and I can understand how frustrating it is not to be able to sleep or to be in a meeting and all of a sudden have a hot flash oh, taking over. My I body. hear this. Don't we hear this? <laughs> yes, we hear it a lot. Oh, a lot of women do. are so in meetings and this and all they, of a sudden, yeah, the hot flash comes all over their body and they're so and they're saying, "Is it hot in here?" No. Everyone's looking <laughs> at them. No. <laughs> so we want to give women some solutions today. Yes, and I mean we're laughing, but yes. it isn't a laughing matter. No, it's matter. not a laughing matter. And actually, I was at Bible study, and most of the women are a good 10, 15 years my senior there on Wednesday <laughs> night. And poor Debbie, one of my good friends, we were all fanning her. She's probably 50, 51, oh, wow. and she was just like dying the whole time. I felt so bad. <laughs> okay, so let's start with the brain fog because it, it's a huge common problem when, you ha- when you're going through menopause. And I have to say... As we look at different diets or approach, approaches to eating, I think, and I've had personal experience with this, but also with clients that eating in balance, you know, we talk about every time we're on the show, eating those healthy animal proteins, those healthy fats and vegetable carbohydrates, that is going to help prevent that brain fog. Yes. Yes. It's really, it, it seems like it is essential, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I have found eating protein at each meal helps to balance my blood sugar levels. So, eating lean meat, eggs or cheese, 
along with healthy fat, such as olives, nuts, avocados, butter, olive oil. That limits the fast absorption of carbs. And this way of eating prevents the brain fog that can happen when you eat simple carbs, such as bagels, muffins, and cereal. You know, it pretty, sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? It does, yeah. But it's really complex to do. <laughs> right. <It is. laughs> yep. You know, last Tuesday morning, I was a guest on an Internet radio show called Alzheimer's Speaks Radio, and we're discussing nutrition for brain health. That was kind of mm-hmm. interesting. So I talked about how it was important to have breakfast and how that can affect your brain function for the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. So here's an idea. You know, if you have a mocha and a muffin for breakfast, and this kind of is sometimes Saturday morning's breakfast yep. for a lot of people. Yeah. Yes. You just took in 36 teaspoons of sugar. 36 teaspoons of sugar. Yes. And you wouldn't necessarily spoon that into your mouth all at once. Probably not. You wouldn't. No. That'd be disgusting, right? <laughs> it would. But 36 <laughs> teaspoons of sugar for breakfast, that's got to create a lot of brain stress. But also that stress in the brain will create that brain fog. So the word recall, memory, all that stuff is going to go down. So right. now, Anna, <laughs> what in the world would your kids say if they saw you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. They'd be like, Mom, you don't let us eat that stuff. That's bad for your brain. <laughs> and they wouldn't because I don't eat that way anymore. But I used to before I met right. Dar. Right. So. And not only does it create brain fog, but it would give me a hot flush. Mm-hmm. Coffee and a muffin for breakfast sets you up for anxiety and hot flushes the whole day. So now, okay, you guys, you know, we know that muffin and a uh, muffin and coffee or a mocha and a muffin is not good, but... Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people believe that if they have cereal and skim milk and juice mm-hmm, and a right. piece of toast with margarine, yeah. mm-hmm. they've eaten a great healthy breakfast. In fact, you know, TV Nutrition, you know, that. which is funded by the cereal companies, yep. would tell us that is a great breakfast. Yes. Yeah. But is it? Well, actually, it turns into 39 and a half teaspoons of sugar. You know, that's almost 40 teaspoons of sugar. Yeah. And, and we think we're eating healthy. Yeah, that's or more we've than, been told that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's right. more than anybody should have in a whole day or a whole week, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys, we're gonna take a quick break. Oh, okay. So Already time. I know. I okay. know. <laughs> okay. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Did you know that when you eat sugar, think of that breakfast of cereal, the toast, and juice that Dar just mentioned. Okay, so that's almost forty teaspoons of sugar, and Think of how your skin ages. That actually ages your skin faster, That all that sugar. So, okay. Okay, so it creates wrinkles, right? That's a sign of aging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bra- those brown age spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen them all over. Sugar is toxic to our cells, okay? So every time we eat sugar, it's especially damaging to our skin. Um, and it shows up, obviously. It, so what it does is it, it attaches to the collagen, causing it to become stiff and inflexible, leading to this this wrinkly and stiffness of your skin. So it, it's not as pliable anymore. Mm-hmm. And if you want youthful right. skin, it is time to give up your sugar or May- your mocha or your cereal. Maybe right. that'll be the reason that people quit eating yes, sugar today. <laughs> because they don't want their skin to look old, right? Right. So if you have questions for us today, please call us at 651-641-1071. If you live with digestive problems, it's not just miserable, it's embarrassing. You might even find it tough to tell your doctor about your gas, bloating, heartburn, constipation, or diarrhea. The nutrition educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness understand no one wants to talk tummy trouble, but that can keep you suffering. 
So they've come up with a brilliant solution, an online version of the popular gut reaction class. That's right, online. You won't sit in a group or even leave home. You'll learn about foods that trigger digestive discomfort and how to restore intestinal balance. You'll learn how to get rid of bloating, stop heartburn, and relieve constipation and diarrhea. But it's all done privately when it's convenient for you. You know the old saying, you're only as sick as your secrets. If you're ready to heal and give up those digestive aids advertised on TV, this is the class for you. Register for Gut Reactions online at weightandwellness.com or call for information at 651-699-3438. That's 651-699-3438. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. What are some nutritional solutions to aging skin? Or what can you do to prevent wrinkles in aging skin? I think that's a great question. Everybody <laughs> yeah. wants to answer that We all want to know that one. <laughs> Anna mentioned reducing sugar and processed carbs, also drinking 8 to 10 glasses of water. And no Coke. At least each day. (laughs) Yes, definitely. And we suggest taking the fatty acid called GLA. Usually two to four per day is helpful. So to get rid of sagging and inflexible skin, we also recommend taking 300 to 600 milligrams of alpha-lipoic acid. This supplement, alpha-lipoic acid, allows the body's natural repair mechanism to work better. So alpha-lipoic acid actually prevents the accelerated aging sugar can cause. You know, a lot of people probably are not familiar with that supplement, Mm alpha-lipoic acid. Right. And I think when when you're buying alpha-lipoic acid, you have to be careful because Mm -hmm. we always buy it from companies that they buy it from uh, their producers in Germany because... Mm -hmm. They use some, and not from suppliers from China, because a lot of times the the alpha-lipoic acid that comes from China has been uh, developed and processed with a very harsh chemical. Mm. And so it's not too healthy, really. Right. So we always buy it from suppliers that get it from Germany. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we really think if you're going to take alpha-lipoic acid, you got to take a good quality. Yeah, pharmaceutical grade. Yeah, pharmaceutical grade alpha-lipoic acid. So, and it's, you know what, to be honest, it's going to be a little more expensive, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you don't want to be putting things in your body that's going to make it more toxic. That's right. Because we already have to deal with a bunch of toxic stuff in our environment. Yes. Yes. So now, you know, we were talking about... um, Things that are bad for the brain. Yes, yes. And how, how sugar affects the brain. And so, again, you know, the 40 teaspoons of sugar we t- that Dar talked about before we went to break, that is really bad for the brain. It's going to lead to that brain fog we talked about. It's going to lead to high anxiety. It's going to lead to cravings, weight gain, and the hot flashes, like Joanne mentioned when she has a glass yes. of wine. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We also know a lot of people skip breakfast. Oh, yes, they do. That's also very bad for your brain. So about 10 o'clock in the morning, if you've skipped breakfast, your blood sugar level drops and you crave sugar. I think that happens to most people. Happens to a lot of people. Your anxiety level goes up, your focus goes down, and then you become irritable and the brain fog sets in. So often when your blood sugar drops, you'll experience a hot flash too. That's so, you know. (laughs) Most people don't know that. That's what they don't know. Right. So if. If they're sitting in their office <laughs> and it's a 10 o'clock meeting and their blood sugar drops and they get this uncontrollable hot flash, right? they know that they need to eat breakfast. Yep, right. Oh. That's right. 
So eating breakfast. Okay. So eating a good breakfast breakfast makes such a huge difference, whether or not you have menopause symptoms or not. So often clients will tell me, I'm so tired of eggs. Oh, we've heard that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, give me some new ideas. I need some fresh ideas. So I have one that I fix quite often. And what I do is I slice one or two carrots very thin. Um, and these aren't the baby carrots. These are real carrots. Real carrots. Okay? Yes, they taste better. They taste they so much better and sweet. They're like candy. Mm-hmm. And I put them in a pan with some coconut oil and a little like a quarter teaspoon of sea salt just for taste. And then while that's cooking, I slice up a zucchini and I pre and I take a pre-cooked nitrate free chicken or turkey sausage. And they actually look like brats. Yes. And mm-hmm. they're delicious and they're super easy. Add both of those and I cook, cook them with the carrots and just cook for a few minutes and they're ready to eat and they're delicious. And it's just a different different thing you can it do for breakfast. It tastes great. And it does. A- That's the important thing. It tastes great. It's good for you. You know, another thing that I do, sometimes if I'm really, you know, busy in the morning and I don't have time to cook, I'll just take uh, some steak, you know, kind of slice it up a little yeah. bit. And I slice up these wonderful, fresh, beautiful tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which are very in season. Cucumbers right mm-hmm. and, you know, any and even some cauliflower. Yep. And I have that with a couple of wasa light rye crackers yep. with a little bit of almond butter or butter on top of it. Ooh. And so steak and and vegetables and a little wasa cracker is so easy. Yep. Right. Very it's easy. So great. You don't have very to even easy. turn on the stove. Nope, no. you don't. Another easy one is about three quarters of a cup of full fat or 4% cottage cheese, half a cup of blueberries, almonds, and carrot sticks. Or you could even have a bowl of chili. It doesn't have to be breakfast food. (laughs) Believe it or not. Yes, and I think that's a lot of people have that. Yes. Yep. It has to be cereal or oatmeal or eggs. No, it doesn't. No. No. It really doesn't. You know, Barbie used to always talk about, you know, her daughter, Tracy, always would have um, a bowl of chili for breakfast. Yep. Yeah. And she was in high school. Yeah. And I said, you are a great mom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's right. That's, that's right. Good. Teach them, teach them that they don't have to. Ha- Isabel will have salami mm-hmm. for breakfast with wow. grapes. Yes. I'm like, that's fine. I love it. Yes. Your protein, you have that, those good fruit carbs. So, yep. um, but I believe many women, especially our listeners now realize that the low fat approach to eating just not the healthiest approach. And as women get older, it sets them up to have more wrinkles yes, because that fat makes your skin supple. It makes it strong and healthy. Yep. Um, and again, you know, you're going to, you're also going to have weight gain because you're going to crave the sugar right. because you're not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it just sets you up for more insulin resistance and, and, dry skin throughout the rest of your life, which can lead to in menopause that dry skin issue and tissue mm-hmm. that dry tissue leads to vaginal dryness and incontinence. Yes. Who wants yeah. any of that? That's right. No. So Anna, I think maybe we should take a caller. Okay. Oh, I think we've got time for a caller. Good. Yes. I didn't even realize we had a caller. Okay. Oh, you're hold just on. too busy. Here. I am too busy talking <laughs> with you guys. Good morning, Reggie. Did you have a question for us? Yeah. I was wondering how this, uh, these principles apply to men. Obviously, men don't have hot flashes. But, yes, uh, they do. Yes, they, they can. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Okay. Sure. Well, uh, with the same dietary yes. nutrition yep. principles apply to men. Yes, it does. Yes, it does, certainly. Yes. And actually, men can have too much estrogen because if they have oh, a few too many fat cells, <laughs> you know, yes. they're actually making excess amounts of estrogen, which... Um, yeah, can lead to hot flashes for men. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the other things that excess estrogen can lead to in women, it can happen in men too. Yeah. And it's really more of a concern. In fact, it can lead to inflamed prostate function. I yes. mean, prostate glands get inf- inflamed By from too much, too much estrogen. estrogen. Yep. Yep. So, Reggie, a great call. I mean, yeah. great, because I don't think men realize that. Yep. So. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that either. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for calling Reggie. us. So, you know, talking about that, we were, t- you know, I just, we just mentioned with Reggie about estrogen. And I think that's another myth yeah. that has been out there because we have been told in the past that when we're in menopause, mm-hmm. our estrogen, estrogen levels plummet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it doesn't always happen. No. And, you know, this is really a grossly oversimplified. <clears throat> And it often has led women to be taking estrogen, which has actually ended up causing more problems for them because they actually have too much estrogen in their body. Right, right. Which is just another interesting myth, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I do know. I know you're looking at me. It's time to take a break, isn't it? No, we have a couple more minutes. Okay. We can keep keep going. Okay. Just for a little bit. So, in fact, the first hormonal change to occur in most women is a gradual decline of progesterone. While estrogen levels usually remain in the normal range, or sometimes estrogen levels actually increase. I think that's an interesting point, Joanne, yes. that it isn't estrogen that declines. It is progesterone. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, women probably haven't even heard of that very often. Right. No. Well, yeah, because they're always thinking, well, my estrogen's going down. I need estrogen. But it's yeah. not. It's right. progesterone. So because progesterone and estrogen are always meant to be counterbalancing to each other, mm-hmm. okay? So yeah. they, they balance each other out. That's how the whole body works. And when we stop making as much progesterone, the estrogen levels are unopposed, which means that they, they actually start to shoot up, okay? Mm-hmm. And the counterbalance of progesterone is gone, and then you have an excess amount of estrogen called estrogen dominance. Okay. So maybe now we should take a break and yes. come back and talk, and we'll talk more, about what that... more about why we have lower progesterone yep. and too much estrogen. Right. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and like the Nutrition for Weight Loss class member Dar spoke of at the beginning of the show, many of our clients see great results from our Nutrition for Weight Loss class. And as a matter of fact, 95% of the people show overall improvement in their health over the 12-week period. This class, which includes a two-hour consultation, an eating plan, food diary, class manual, and an awesome cookbook, will help you lose weight, improve your energy, and give you nutritional knowledge based on science, not TV nutrition. So if you want to lose weight, you just want to feel better, please call to sign up for one of our Nutrition for Weight Loss classes. I think a new one starting in end of October. Middle. like Middle, the middle of October. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you have questions for us about that, um, give our office a call at 651-699-3438. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Everyone at Nutritional Weight and Wellness would like to invite you to our open house tomorrow, Sunday, September 22nd, from 11 to 3 at our Wayzata location. We have a big day planned, 10 different educational tables, every topic from how to get a good night's sleep, to preventing osteoporosis, to what to feed kids to keep them healthy. Also, you'll get recipes, a protein shaker cup, and grocery shopping bags, a ticket for a free class during the month of October, 
10% off all products, question and answer sessions with Greg Peterson about pain and inflammation, or with Cassie Weenus on eating gluten-free the healthy way, and Dar and I will be answering your menopause questions. So come meet Corey, Nancy, Cara, Lisa, Carol, Marcy, Katie, Amy, Brenna, Nell, Leah, Oralee, Joanne, Andrea, and Kristen. I think we got everyone we in We got there. everybody there. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> On tomorrow, Sunday, September 22nd from 11 to 3 at Nutritional Weight and Wellness in Wyzetta on Wyzetta Boulevard. Big day tomorrow. Yes. Yes. I, we're looking forward to it. We're excited. <laughs> yes. I think we're going to, well, I, we have a lot of information to share. Yeah. And it's going to be great. Amy has created some amazing posters. Mm-hmm. She has. And they are just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, just come and look at her posters. Yeah. Yes. Are, but they're educational. <laughs> they are good. They are educational posters. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just, they they're just fantastic. So good. she has oh. done a fantastic job of having every detail and everything. So I really, she I want to thank Amy for all the great work she's done to have this open house. Right. Spectacular. Yes. Yeah. We hope that, you know, we're trying to plan it so there's not t- long, long lines and people can come in and talk to us and just have a great time. Yes. Yep. So, so come and join us. And we, did we mention protein shakes too? We're going to give those yeah. out? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I think that's yes. in there. <laughs> so, so we're going to take a caller? Yes, we have a caller. Good morning, Jen. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning. Hi, this is Jen. Deb, okay. Oh, Deb. Sorry. Says uh, Jen. I just have a question. Um, I'm actually uh, 56 years old. I have had bad menstrual cramps my whole life. And when my when my doctor put me on birth control pills, they just decided. Yes. And when, when he finally took me off of the birth control pills, I went right back to that, but it eventually now I've gone into menopause and I no longer have a period, but I've experienced an, an immediate 10-pound weight gain. Is that from estrogen, progesterone, or an imbalance of the two? It's an imbalance. And what you when you were having lots of cramps, you know, when you were um, in your menstrual cycle, Basically, what that's an indication of is that your body, for some reason, was not making enough progesterone even then, Mm -hmm. but it was making too much estrogen. So estrogen is what gives us those cramps. And, you know, you can have some estrogen. Of course, we want some estrogen, but it's got to be balanced with the progesterone. And so when people are not making enough progesterone, that's one of the symptoms that they have. So now... Because then you were on birth control for a long time, you did you stopped ovulating, and you basically stopped making progesterone because you have to ovulate mm-hmm. to make progesterone. So then your estrogen was unopposed. You know <laughs> there was no progesterone keeping it down, no counterbalance. Right. So now you have excessive amounts of estrogen and insufficient amount of progesterone. And so you're going to have more symptoms, and so it's a matter of getting that rebalanced. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if you're using any kind of progesterone cream now, but that would be probably one of the first things that we would look at. Mm-hmm. And then to help mm-hmm. your body get rid of some of those toxic estrogens that's in your body. Right. Is kind of what we would do. You know, and you do that with both food and possibly some supplements that we're going to talk right. about in the show yet today. But, okay. you know, really, you, you got to concentrate on foods, and, and we're even going to talk about 
what are some of the foods that help to detox, detox. estrogen. So, yeah. But that's kind yeah. of so that you have an understanding of what, what happened. And it ha- Thank it's, you. It's happened yes. to, it has happened to a lot of women. Yeah. So, but thanks for the call. Thanks, Deb. Yes. Um, and that happened to me too at a young age. I had okay. terrible cramping and really heavy periods. And so when I got married, I went on birth control and they got worse. Yes. And then I went off when I met you, <laughs> but I was already on them for three years. And, yes. and I went on, on progesterone cream and I haven't had cramps ever since. And that's been almost nine years. Oh, see. Yeah. So, I mean, to- night Sim- and day difference. Yeah. Night and day difference. Very yeah. simple solution. So, yeah. That's yeah. great. So I think when we were getting into this, we were going to, basically, we're going to try to figure out, okay, so a lot of times, and I think we just kind of went over that a little bit, but, you know, a lot of people ask, so what's so bad about estrogen? Right. And what's so bad about having too much estrogen and what is called estrogen dominance? So, you know, you may have a lot of different symptoms, such as irregular periods, mm-hmm. yep. you know, excess Vaginal bleeding, mm-hmm. you know, bloating, decreased sex drives. I hear that all the time. Yes. Right. Other symptoms of estrogen dominance are breast swelling and tenderness. Oh, we hear it. Yes. We yeah. hear right. that one a lot, mm-hmm. too. Also mood swings, mm-hmm. irritability, mm-hmm. even depression, yep. and weight gain. So it, that, you know, that <laughs> client that just, or the, uh, the caller, she yes. was just asking about weight gain. Weight gain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Weight gain, especially around the tummy and hips. Yes. And other symptoms that you might experience through excess estrogen would be cold hands and feet. That's an interesting one, yes. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. We're going to get to that. Yes. And yes. headaches, especially right before your period, you're going to find that you have really bad migraines. I used to So, Anna, can we take a caller? Or yes, is that we can. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Good morning, Pamela. You had a question for us? Yeah, it's not about menopause. It's about what I think you or the other gal just said about, well, my daughter's like 20 and she experiences heavy cramps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wanted to go on the pill and I said, well, let's talk, you know, let's talk to Dar and her group first. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a good up. That's, that's great. Good. good job, Mom. Thank you. Uh, so here I am. Yeah. So and you mentioned yeah. progesterone. Yes. And I, I, what I did, did is I took a natural progesterone cream. It comes from wild yams. Okay. And um, I also took GLA, which we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you do is you just, it's, it's, we, we carry something called Progest cream, which is natural progesterone cream. And you rub it on um, really thin skin. I usually rub it around my wrists, up by my thyroid gland, by the throat. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just do it at night. About a quarter teaspoon is about how much our body makes. And, and for, you know, for someone young, maybe mm-hmm. all you have to do is use it for seven days before your period. Your period. Yeah, because right. I didn't, I think I used it two weeks on, two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I don't forget magnesium. Yes, magnesium right. helps you know, with cramping magnesium too. glycinate. <laughs> helps, you know, is, yeah. they, she's probably deficient in magnesium, as most people are. Yeah. Okay. And that's any kind of cramp, any, is, is really affected by um, lacking magnesium. Okay. And I also told her it's important to stay away from sugar. Oh, yes. Yes. Because, you know, just watch your diet because that also affects... Yeah, it drives up that estrogen, right? Yep. Yes. Definitely. Okay, so progesterone, a quarter teaspoon Mm -hmm. inside inside the thighs or on the wrists a week before her period begins. Yes, yes. 
Mm-hmm. And yep. magnesium. And, and magnesium. And no sugar. Yes. Okay. No sugar. Right. <laughs> Good deal. I'll let her know. All right. Thanks, Thank Pamela. You. So that was, yeah, perfect caller. Yeah. So. Love it. So we were, you were, Anna, you were talking about. Um, yeah. Oh, the headaches. And yes. Yeah. So we were talking about headaches and also the cold hands and feet. And why excess estrogen might cause those things, especially directly right before your period. Yes. So high estrogen levels can actually increase your high insulin levels. And that goes back to what the lady was saying. You know, the caller, you know, that goes back to the sugar. Yes. Which can lead to more weight gain. So uh, estrogen levels or excess estrogen actually blocks the functioning of the thyroid gland. And that's not something that is kind of an interesting Yes. Thought is it actually blocks the functioning of the thyroid gland. So, you know, you go in and you have your thyroid checked and you get mm-hmm. this TSH number. Yes. And, you know, often that comes back and it says you're in the normal range. But you actually have symptoms of hypothyroidism. Such as, so what are some of those symptoms? Low energy. Low energy, yep. Right. Slow metabolism. Yep. Poor hair growth. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And cold hands and feet. There's their cold hands and yep, feet. That's yep. right. It's a big one <laughs> for hypothyroid. That's right. So, how does excess estrogen affect the thyroid function? It blocks the conversion of T4 to T3. Mm-hmm. And we do need our T3 to yes. work well and feel well, feel good. So, maybe we should jump back and explain that a little bit more. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we have two different kind of thyroid um, hormones. Ho- hormones. One is called T4, mm-hmm. and that's what the TSH kind of measures, basically. Yes. Right. And then that has to, in your thyroid, has to convert over to T3. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what makes us feel good, isn't that's it? That's our active that's one. Yes. yes. That's the one that makes the cells function. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So T3 is the one you really want. We need to take a break, oh, our yes. last break. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And if you need more information about menopause... Let me suggest our wonderful class called Hot Flash, the nutritional solution to perimenopause and menopause. On Thursday evening, September 26th, Mary will be teaching the Hot Flash class in Hopkins. And it's also going to be available in our Maple Grove office on Saturday, October 19th. Are you in, Who's teaching that one? Can't remember. Okay. Maybe. It might be Orly. Yep. Um, and then, so that's on, on Saturday, October 19th. And then also in Lakeville on October 24th. So if and that's bet, Kate, Kate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just call 651-699-3438 to sign up. Thank you. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low carb or low fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering My Talk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. 
Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. So I invite you to a special wellness symposium, and it's next Saturday, September 28th, at the Prom Center, and that's in Woodbury, or it's actually in Oakdale. And I will be speaking, actually teaching more than speaking, teaching. <laughs> yes, yes. And about the food mood connection. And Dan Motri, who is owner of Motri Compounding Pharmacy, will speak all, be speaking about bioidentical hormones. And at my request, he's going to be talking a lot about the thyroid function because so many people are interested in that. Yes. And yeah. the day starts at 9 a.m. with two presentations and a wonderful gluten-free lunch nice. that we kind of picked. Nice. And that's going to be served at 12 o'clock. And for all that, for the whole morning and the lunch is $20. Wow. And so I think it's going to be a great Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. It's going to be learning. So here's the number to call to sign up. 651 645 9715. And we're asking people to please try to sign up by Tuesday so that the caterers will have enough yeah, food. That's important. And, yeah. you know, some of our staff are coming and we know we need a lot of food. Yes. Right. <laughs> Power our brains. That's right. So our, let's get back to talking about too much estrogen yes. and what it does. And the thyroid specifically, because I think most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we were talking before, before we went to break, about how if you have excess estrogen or what we call estrogen dominance, you know, it blocks the conversion of T4 to T3. And we want the T3 working. That's the active one. So, but we also need sufficient levels of zinc and selenium and omega-6 GLA to support that conversion of T4 to T3 as well. So we need a lot of nutrients. Yes, we do. Right. And we know that a lot of people are deficient, deficient. in, especially zinc. Yes. Right. And often they're deficient, deficient in selenium. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, of course, we need less estrogen and more progesterone, and it's all a balancing act. Right. Since most women become deficient in progesterone, you know, we recommend supplementing, and you mentioned this before when the caller, you know, a fourth of a teaspoon to a half a teaspoon of progesterone cream called Progest. Yep. And you can apply that Progest cream to any thin skin part of your body. Yes. You know, like Anna, you said, over the front of your neck, yep. inside part of your wrist, forearms, yep. you know, where the cream can easily be absorbed. Yes. And the first step is to add progesterone cream. The second step is to decrease estrogen. And the easiest way to do that is actually eliminate eliminating any soy products because soy is estrogenic. It'll increase the estrogen for many women and men. Right. right. So then we have to get to food. What we can possibly do <laughs> to detox these yes. extra estrogens in Definitely. our body. Definitely. We are yes. all about food. So to detox excess estrogen, we eat a variety of veggies at every meal. I know what we all do. Mm-hmm. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, kale, and spinach are all great estrogen detoxifiers. Right. So, Anna, can we, before we keep oh, going, yeah, can we, we have, catch a call? Yes, yes. Before our, we end today. Good morning, Terry. Did you have a question for us? Yes, I was wondering what foods you eat for GLA and selenium and zinc. Okay, that's, a, that's those a are great question. questions. Um, well, for GLA... It's it's kind of interesting. It's the fats that come out of like nuts would be a perfect place. Mm-hmm. Now, some people are missing an enzyme to actually activate it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. In fact, they have found most people are missing that enzyme these days right. because we've eaten too many trans fats in the past. Right. And so we almost have to take an activated fatty acid called GLA, especially if we want to keep our skin, you know, soft and supple. And, mm-hmm. and again, for, to prevent incontinence as yeah. women get older. Yep, right. We need those fats going into the tissues. Yeah. So that's one of them. And do you want to talk about zinc? Anna? Zinc, yeah. Zinc is in any type of animal protein. Mm-hmm. So beef, chicken, pork, all that stuff. Um, and then also in seafood. So mm-hmm. fish, I mean, right. crab, all that stuff is going to have high levels of zinc. Selenium. Selenium is, gonna, is a mineral and it's going to be found in anything that's grass fed, mm-hmm. but also in green leafy vegetables. Yeah. And in it's mm-hmm. in, I believe it's in hazelnuts. Hazelnuts and Brazil nuts. And Brazil, and Brazil nuts. nuts. Nice, Joanne. Mm-hmm. I did not wow. I did not know that about the yep. selenium. Okay. Nice. One of the Very highest good. sources. Yes. yes. So those are the food sources of all those things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Any did we answer your She's question? Like, yes, you did. I mean I'm a vegetarian, so I see where I always stray, where I have problems. So. Yeah, you mm-hmm. you can see what happens. So you know what? You have to take a supplement of those. Yeah, basically. Yep. And we have a lot of people that take, you know, around 50 milligrams of zinc a day at mm-hmm. night is usually the best. They take extra selenium yep. and they take extra GLA because you're not getting it from your food. Yeah, right. So, but thank you very much for the call. Yeah, thanks, Terry. Oh, thank you. All right. Yeah. So, I don't know why. I think we have time, Anna, to take another caller. Yeah, we have time. Chris, good morning. Good morning. I was just wondering, the progesterone cream that you're speaking of, is that over-the-counter or is that a prescription? No, it's over-the-counter. Over-the-counter. And I like it because it gets absorbed so nicely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it's a great, and it, and it has no Par- parabens. Par- paraben-free. Yes. And so it's, it doesn't have any chemicals in it. And I believe and it's in a base of vitamin E. So yeah. it gets carried into the cells very easily, transdermally. Yeah. Okay. And do you know where that can be purchased at? Well, it can be purchased at any of our offices for sure. Mm-hmm. And, okay, great. you know, that's that's pl- that's a good place. Yeah. <laughs> or online. You can shop online on our, our website. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks great. for the call. Thank you. Thanks, yes. Chris. Yep. So, you know, when we were talking, we were talking about foods and we talked about how broccoli and Brussels sprouts. And so we eat those Kale. things for breakfast. Yes. Yes. And, and you can just saute those in a little bit of. Uh, olive oil or coconut oil yep. or butter, and then you've got that detoxing effect going on all day. Yep. yep. But we also have a supplement that sometimes we use. Yes, and this one is called Estrofactors, and it is very effective at um, detoxifying excess estrogen out of the liver and out of your fat tissue. So, and also Dynamic Greens. We yes. didn't yes. mention that, but that is awesome at detoxifying estrogen because it's got the Brussels sprouts and the broccoli and. Mm-hmm. All those wonderful, right. powerful antioxidants. And it's great in the protein shake. Yes, it yes, tastes it is. delicious. So. so there's a lot of things that you can do uh, with food and with supplements to, to kind of detox those excess estrogens out of your system. Yep. And, you know, you probably will get, start getting rid of some of those menopausal symptoms. Mm-hmm. But the other reason that we all think it's so important is because when you have excess estrogens, your risk of getting breast cancer, colon cancer, or ovarian cancer mm-hmm. is much higher. Right. So that reduces that level down a tremendous amount. Yep. So I yep. think, you know, 
when you look at when you're looking at you know your body and you're looking at menopause mm-hmm. the better you eat the less sugar you eat the when you symptoms. go into menopause <laughs> yes the better you're going to feel yes through yep. menopause you're, you're going to get through it symptom free yes yeah. maybe with one hot flash i mean that's yes. how most other country countries go through it <laughs> right i can you know i really had very few symptoms as i went through menopause mm-hmm. you know a few hot flashes here or there but really nothing right. compared to, to what a, a lot, lot of, of people do yeah. right so, thank you guys both for you. being on thank and you. i invite you guys to come out to the open house tomorrow yep. thank we'll you see for you listening. there yes thank you life i love you all is crew Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.